featured a primer for uh, Gold Coast Suns season 2016 and a bit of a review of their 2015. Um, I'm happy to say that we actually, I know for a fact we have a couple of Gold Coast supporters that do listen quite regularly to us. So yep. I'm happy that we're actually doing this for somebody. Yeah. Um, which is great. Because I'm trying to think of how many Gold Coast supporters I know. And I remember I met one dude once who was friends with our cousin from the Navy. And I went and watched Gold Coast for Melbourne. And they lost. I guess I, I mean, we do know one of their coaches. But yeah. besides that. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Um, we'll probably try and get him on during better times. <laughs> I think he's pretty busy at the moment. <laughs> um, Gold Coast took a fairly big step backwards um, in 2015. Yep. I, I don't think that's a um, statement that many can argue against. No. And the worst thing is, is it just dropped them off everyone's radar and they went into that zone of indifference where just people stopped caring. Yeah, they didn't handle Gary Ablett's injury very well at all. I mean, what they should have done is put a spear in his side, wait three days and wait him to come back. <laughs> Chuck him in a hole, put a rock on it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Don't they read shit? <laughs> Could have stuck him in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> um, new coach and uh, Rocket's first uh, year at the helm. Um, fair to say that uh, he didn't know what he was walking into. Yeah. Um, yep. They've had issues all, all the all season, all preseason. Yeah. Um, and then when Gary did come back, he he showed us a glimpse. Yeah. And mm. we saw like, wow, he is still that much better than everybody else. Yeah. And then he went away again. Well, yeah, it was funny to to see Ablett remind us what a player he is, especially at that stage. Fife was sort of petering off through uh, Sam Mitchellitis, but um, just. It, it's astounding to watch him play still. Even in a team that's been struggling like Gold Coast has, Ablett is worth the price of admission for anyone. Absolutely. Um, some of those games, like, because Fife was having one of the best years of a player ever yeah. up until mm-hmm. uh, that point. And then Ablett had probably the best individual game of the season still yep. for any other player. Yep. Um, he's certainly in that argument. It yeah. was unbelievable um, mm-hmm. how he could miss so much football have a couple of uh, couple of ciders, yep. and then just be performing at his absolute best. And still, it's whatever criticisms were leveled his way. Where you know, in Geelong, in a team where people can feed him the ball, yeah. go get himself get looked after. Yeah, that's it. Goes to um, Gold Coast, blows out to bits, and then even come back from injury. Oh, you know, it's going to be a while to come back. Maybe too soon. Destroys it. Destroys it. it. I'll be, I forgot how good he was. Yeah, yeah. You know, because when yeah. you don't, you're watching a full season and you see you know 12, 14 games or whatever. You don't realise that a player can be that good, have that much impact. Uh, it, it's crazy. So you just made me think, how many games this season do I actually watch? Um, it, it's, I'm trying to think. It's probably closer to 40 than it is 14. I'm, I'm yeah. shocking. Like live, I reckon I saw about 10 last year. Yeah. But mm. on a weekend, I'm, I'm easily two a weekend, sometimes three or yeah. four. Yeah, easy. easy. Well, yeah. For Friday night, your pencil is guaranteed yeah, that's almost. that's happening. So all you need to do is watch your team who isn't playing Friday night, and there's already a two. And so. there's been a few Saturdays where we've tripled up. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah we, actually. We hit a th- uh, doubleheader this year. Yeah, remember, yeah, live. The wife came in and was like, oh, that's good. Can we go home now? Next game's on, sweetheart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the funny thing is, is that whenever we... Usually when, or especially before I was in Melbourne, you go to a game and you look at people leaving before the end of the match, you're like, what are you doing? What are you, what are you doing? doing? And I was thinking, hang on, this is why you do it. Because <laughs> you're doubling up and you don't give a fuck about any of these teams, you're just watching a game of footy. You've yeah. got no best interest in who's going to win or lose, but you can go across and watch your team, get there a bit early, um, get some snacks, take in, stop paying 10 bucks for a pie. <laughs> yeah, stand at the front of the row and get rained on heavily. Yeah, have to navigate your way around the security fence got there now. Bit, bit of a tangent there, but that was worth exploring. Um, Gold Coast this year. Uh, okay, four wins and finished 16th. Um, at the start of the year, I had them um, dipping into the eight. 
Um, it's fair to say that that was blown out of the water fairly quickly. But where were their, out of their four wins, where were their best ones? I mean, it's clear the North the Melbourne ones game. that were wins. Uh, the North Melbourne one was their best just because uh, North Melbourne were having a decent season up to that point. And, you know, uh, Goldstein was cementing his mark as the form Ruckman of the comp. He was still sort of in a conversation with Sandilands and Mumford at that stage. Uh, he was still leading the pack, I'd say. Yeah, he would have been the favourite. But yep. they just destroyed North. Yep. Uh, I remember that was one of the few games I've gone to a pub to watch. And it wasn't fun. Um, Cunnington was the only one that I thought uh, could put his hand up and say he tried his ass off. But uh, he, yeah, he was all alone. It, I mean, Ablett was back. Um, and, and that's one of the things that yep. helps them look like a complete side. But my God, did they... Uh, it's unbelievable they could have the poor efforts on a season um, and then put something together like this. Yeah. Just with one player there. Well, the, yeah. the stat that doesn't show is turnovers, and that was how they played North Melbourne. They forced North Melbourne to turn it over and just made better use of the ball. The amount of times that it would frustrate me, they'd bomb into the North forward line, and there's six Gold Coast around the ball, quick three handballs, straight back out, quick turnover. And you want to talk, you, know, you mentioned Goldstein and Ablett. Um, you want to talk about the influence of Ablett. Um, hitouts, they had, uh, North had two to one. Um, yeah. Two hitouts to every um, Gold Coast hitout, yet um, Gold Coast won clearances. Yep. Um, that's showing. I mean, and mm. Y- mm. there's only one reason, and that's because Ablett's either getting it or you've yeah. got two players trying to look after him. Yeah, so, so it'll, somebody it'll, else it'll bounce it. the wrong way, and Ablett's like, you know, just didn't predict that one. Um, and it is fair to say uh, everything that went uh, could have gone right for him that day did. Yeah. I mean, Dixon was kicking goals behind Scotty Thompson's back. Was it, was it Thompson? Yeah, yeah it was Thompson. Like, yeah. Dixon had a day out. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, uh, it's phenomenal how things went their way. And I know you've mentioned it before. It, it sucks that uh, Thompson will get labelled with that when five of those goals were kicked on Tarrant. But it, it's the it's the highlight reel goal that you remember. Yeah. And it's that one around the back of Thompson. And it he, he, makes Thompson him look dumb. did nothing wrong. No, he, he tackled him. He just didn't pin an arm. He was in his face. Yeah, he, <laughs> he had trying. him facing away from the goals. He was just... close. He was closer to Dixon than the ball was. Yeah, <laughs> but you know that's just the way it works for Backman sometimes. And you're right. I mean, Dixon kicked uh, you know half a dozen on um, Tarrant for the day. Tarrant was having a career best year. He yeah. was no slouch. Yeah. Um, but it things just work out. It is funny that their most complete game this previous year was also against North. I think at uh, Etihad Stadium. Um, they also had a good win against Collingwood last year, I think, at home Could as well. Could have been, yeah, yeah. But that that win against North, I, it still stands out in my mind about how well put together uh, they were that day. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's just, it's funny that the lows that they had, um, this was just was such a consistent game for them. Um, well, that's the thing is that a team who's as crap as um, Gold Coast shouldn't be able to play this good. And a team that played that good shouldn't be as crap as Gold Coast are. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and it shows that it's not... The, the issues they have are not skill. Yeah, mm. yeah. Because they have skill. Yep. Credit to Gold Coast with it, but we saw some classic North too. Um, there was some shit house decision-making. And it was frustrating as fuck to watch because no team uh, that's in the AFL should ever kick, kick no goals for a half. For a half, yeah. That, yeah. 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 And, and that, North that came precariously close. Yep. Um, 
I also put on their highlights for the year. I also put the draw against West Coast in round eighteen. Yes, round eighteen. Yeah, mm. I-, I marked that up as a win. Yeah, it, just because oh. bouncing back from their fucked up loss. Yeah, uh, over in West Coast, they got done by ninety two, ninety three points. Um, to then come back, you know, play them at home and put up a decent fight. With a depleted list. It was a scrappy game. Hmm. There was nothing pretty about it, but they fought hard for it. And yep. I think they had a, a similar game against Frio that they actually lost, but they got extremely close in the wet. Um, they were trying to... Uh, the Frio game, I remember watching it, it was the ugliest football that was still watchable somehow. Yeah. Um, but they were always just... felt like they were one kick away from it, it all falling apart. But they just... You know, but clawed in and showed some heart, even if it didn't, mm. they didn't get a win that day. But the, the draw against um, West Coast was again showing that they battled. You know, yeah. no ablet. Um, it showed that there is some heart there. Not enough of it for the year, but it's there. Well, the thing is, so the game never got beyond ten points. So games in the balance like that, even though they're not high scoring, they're always brilliant to watch. And shocking weather, but. Yeah, you know, you're, still, you're rocking up for the day. That's what happens. Yeah, I don't mind shocking weather when if I'm at home watching it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there's been a couple of games where I think we've gone to go to the ground and gone. You know, you know what? That's kind of fuck that. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think that it looked like they were going to run out of legs uh, towards the end of the match, and you can tell by West Coast having the lion's share of the ball within the last half of the last yeah. quarter. But Tom Lynch comes up big with, I think it was four seconds to go or something, uh, snags a goal from... Massive grab. Yeah, and snagged it from, I think about 40 out or something like that. Let's say 60. Yeah, I'll go 60 out from Tom Lynch. Um, <laughs> it's hard to into kick. a 40-metre wind. Yep. 40-metre 40, 40 wind? Yeah, uh, so he's 100 metres out. <laughs> uh, it, is hard to kick it. it is hard to kick it from 60 out from inside <laughs> the 50, but that's how good it was. The other thing is, too, they managed to draw while losing pretty much every telling stat except for free kicks four and tackles um, the tackles Ablet's is four <laughs> pretty well, much I mean wet weather footy is tackles yeah. you, know, yes. you, yeah. you got to actually make them stick um, and when you get a chance you know to have a, a free kick of the footy you got to make yeah. the most of it yeah. and um, I like to see the meters gain stat as well through uh, disposals I think it's one of the biggest stats that I know champion data recorded yeah. and the teams get it but it's never reported yeah. you know, it's, it's never looked, looked at yeah, yeah. Yeah, we should mobilise. Sign a petition, shit. Yeah, I'm yeah. not paying for just, it. Just politely no, ask them, I reckon. They'll give it to us. Um, worst loss. Now, we said the, the game against West Coast over there. Um, cause, uh, and GWS suffer for, from it a little bit uh, as well as when they make that big trip across the Nullarbor um, uh, against West Coast and Frio, who are both you know finals contenders and premiership contenders. Yeah. There's almost a resignation um, yeah. to the games. Yeah. Um, you would have hoped that they would have removed that from their repertoire. Yeah. Obviously, they haven't. No, that's that's like you're saying they can put in a performance like against North Melbourne and then put up trash like this. Well, it sounds like they went over there and half of them spent the weekend with Benny Cars. Well, wow. they would have actually probably rocked up for the game if that happened. I can say that that might have been a motivating factor yeah. for some of them. And, and that's the thing is that Benny Cousins won when he was high as a motherfucker. <laughs> He's the exception. Well, at that and that whole he, West Coast squad. He, <laughs> He's the rock and roller. But, yeah. and, but, actually... Who has actually come out and said they're on meth and they were shit? Who's come out and said they're on meth? Benny Cousins. Besides Benny Cousins. Um, Dustin Martin. Chick. What's his name? Chicky from across... Yeah, Daniel Chick. Daniel Chick. Yeah, he said he had, he had issues. Yeah, he knew was everyone was on it. Main wearing. Cracker. Yeah, fucking... Yeah. Pretty much the whole West Coast squad. Um, I put one of their other uh, worst losses of the year was against uh, Sydney in round 10. 
Um, five goals, 11 they managed for the day. Now, Sydney are a good side as well, but um, an AFL team should be able to kick more than you know five goals. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that's, that's not good enough. Yeah, that, like we are saying on our other podcast where you play AFL uh, or footy on a darts board, yep. and these are dartboard footy scores. Yeah, it, five goals is, is you know, somebody on your team should be kicking five, not yeah. the team. Yeah, I mean, one of the, the bright things is they managed to beat Brisbane twice, but as bad a season as Gold Coast had, yeah. Brisbane had worse. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um, I actually pegged yeah. the Collingwood game as a bad loss for them as well because Collingwood were in a bit of all sorts with injuries. Yep. Um, I thought that's really a chance that a younger GWS uh, Gold Coast squad could have done something good. And it was at home. Yeah. And last year they had one of their you know almighty um, wins of, of their life. Yeah. It was beating uh, Collingwood at home yep. last time, um, which unfortunately I think was the game where uh, Ablett broke his shoulder or dislocated his shoulder. Could have been too, With, yeah, uh, early on. And, uh, and also in that game, they had, uh, Collingwood had 90 marks inside 50 versus yeah. 9. And I think that really shows the weakness that Gold Coast have when they're against multi-pronged forward, forward yeah. lines. Now, Cloak had a day out too, didn't he? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you can consider yourself unlucky if Cloak's kicking straight. That This is exactly right. And a lot of times, you'd almost give up Cloak the set shot. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if he's kicking from set shots, you're like, ah, oh, shit, do we have a plan B? <laughs> was it against Richmond he was kicking goals from the boundary line and shit you're like fucking hell yeah. that's, that's yeah. not on yeah exactly yeah and you're like I know it had to come one day but why against my team yeah <laughs> um, so who were the standouts then um, for uh, Gold Coast I mean you can say one game or two games for Ablett but it's not really it so who had their standout years for them well it's slim pickings but um, Dixon I thought was pretty good and as well he had that absolute belter against North which uh, really had me taken notice of him um, and he's a sort of bloke that they can have as a beautiful target key position forward for a few years to come yet shame he's not there anymore uh, fuck forgot that yep <laughs> well, I need to update no you need to take some <laughs> I thought Adam Saad was uh, yeah. standout especially uh, in the last half I think that's when he actually started playing mature age uh, rookie yeah um, but yeah he was um, in the conversation for the Rising Star Award yeah and because he, he obviously made a lot of mistakes but he never gave up and yeah. he seemed to learn through those mistakes as well and give 100% a lot of times the rest of the team had given up yep but he's one that always tried really hard and I think a lot of what you just said you could say about Tuke Miller um, yeah, a, yeah as well yeah. Um, he put in some really great efforts yeah um, throughout the year and um, I think not being there during their first couple of seasons where they're expecting to get thumped by 100 points yeah. every week you don't have those battle scars yeah um, those psychological scars yeah um, so I thought those two were a, a great bright light for them yeah. um, being young players that are you know, when I say young not 18 year olds but yeah. they're, they're showing that they are up to standard yeah, and, and we look at their squad. They do have lots of talent around that uh, midfield area. We got Prestia and Amira who yep. are going to be guns, or if they're not already, it, you know. if that, if he not, plays. Not, yeah, that's true as well. Um, um, also, um, Kolajasny, Kolajasny, Kolajasny. It's almost K champion. Yep. Yeah. Is he a twin or is this his brother? That's I think it's just his brother. Just his brother out at Geelong. Um, got lots of promise with him as well. I thought he did, did um, really well. Hang on. Was, uh, was it him that had a good season or his brother? No, no, oh, he, he had a good season. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, actually, they were both all right, but he yeah, was... one of them had a stand one. though. It was definitely that one, yeah. I think his brother at Geelong, it was his rookie year this uh, in 2015. That's right, was too. Um, Stevie May as well. Uh, Stevie May, I thought, was one of their highlights. Yeah. Um, he's becoming that, uh, the gorilla 
down yeah. back and yeah. very reliable. Um, they made a silly decision during the year where he got done for a head high bump. It was one yeah, of those right. ones where um, five years ago, that's, that's right. a great play. I remember looking at that and going, that's a fucking beautiful little hip and shoulder. But shirt front, but. You've clipped his chin. Yeah. And then they decided to appeal it. Yeah. Like, I, go, I know, guys, it is, that's a great bump. That's what you yep. want from a backman. But you know what the rules are. Yeah. You, you, you touched his chin. Yeah. It doesn't almost, matter how small it is. It's almost like when your son comes home, he's like, yeah, I got in trouble at school today, Dad. Um, this dude called me a dickhead and I punched him. You're like, like well, well, you're not allowed. Yeah. Well, I know, well done, Yeah. I know why, but now you have to take the consequences as well. Yeah. yeah. But you don't go appealing to the principal. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right, listen up, cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I thought Sam Day and Tom Lynch um, as well. Yeah. I, I Tom Lynch really well. Tom Lynch especially showed us moments of how good he can be. Yeah. But you want more consistency out of him. Yeah. I mean, key position forwards, but uh, that, that's that kind of thing. But you want more consistency still. Um, you take a big grab. He did, yeah. He and, did a lot uh, of them. Can finish a game off. Yeah. So call him the finisher now. He's the... He's the <laughs> Faulkner. Faulkner of the uh, Gold Coast. Um, uh, there was uh, a few games I was watching where it was um, a little bit of party time for some of the midfielders. Um, where just kick it long and high, let him yeah. take care of it. Yeah, see um, how we go. And that's not a good plan, but it is a nice uh, backup plan to have. Yeah, yeah. Fun to watch too. Absolutely, it's fun to watch. <laughs> Unless, yeah, yeah. I know Richmond tried that one. Didn't go so well. <laughs> um, well, I don't think we really need to cover off more of their 2015 season. Um, you know, 16th, four wins. It's uh, well below what they would have hoped for. Yeah. Um, so we can move on to 2016? Yeah. Quick question. To qualify for Father Son, you have to do 100 games for that club, yeah? Correct. Ablett is on 82 for Gold Coast. Yep. So you think that if he gets 14 in, they're just going to trot him out for the last four regardless? Uh, absolutely. And 100%. Then, and then try and get him to convert to uh, be a Mormon and get him onto eight, nine wives what? or something? Bullshit. He's, he's Christian as fuck. Yeah. No contraception. No contraception, Just champ. Just got married. You got married on New Year's Eve or something yeah. like that? But she can only throw out one at a time. And Mormons are a sect of Christianity, aren't they? Hey, uh, I don't know. It's hey, a lot nicer, I think. Genetic engineering, you can get twins or triplets, yet. Yeah? This is true. I mean, yeah. He's <laughs> one for picking up multiple possessions. <laughs> Do you reckon they're just slipping the wife some fertility drugs, just like octuplets? <laughs> yeah, you're keeping them all, champ. Or going from your vein, they've probably got six other knockoff wives just mocked up, ready to ship in <laughs> ready the bedroom. To go. <laughs> it's, like, it's like a tag team when he's asleep. Honey, I'm horny again. <laughs> they've got a Chinese fertility expert. Oh, daughter, no. <laughs> <laughs> One and done. <laughs> um, anyway, I mean, it's. I think we're overthinking that because, I mean, does he even need to have sex with his wife in order to conceive? No, actually. Well, it's, yeah, it's hey. when he's impregnating other virgin wives that you've got to be concerned. Um, 2016, so let's look at uh, list changes. It's always the first thing. Um, okay, this has been one of the major problems for Gold Coast um, since they started, yeah. is their mature age recruits. Gary Ablett, tick. Massive yep. big tick. Couldn't be a bigger tick. Besides him, who's the senior players who have stood up? Um, Riscatelli. And, uh, moderately. Uh, no, uh, yeah. Moderate to good. Not great, but good. Um, I can't think of anybody else. Malcheski definitely isn't in the... One of the worst. Talk. Um, so they're in this year, though. Curry, uh, for me, is the big one. I've rated Curry for a long time, and I think he will absolutely shine up in Gold Coast. Well, we hope so. Because he's been the next best thing out of North Melbourne. It, it's good for him. North Melbourne is the worst club yes. for him in the AFL. Yeah. He's not getting above Goldstein. Um, 
And then they got Benny Brown. They got Magic Door. Well, they got forward Ruckman. Um, yeah. Who are more useful to a team that plays like North yeah. does than two purpose Ruckman. And Goldstein rucks 95% yeah. of the game. And I yeah. say, you got one Ruckman who's just fucking killing yeah. it. You'd take him over two other Ruckman in the competition. It's 100%. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean, the problem is we haven't seen him at AFL level. He's played two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it might be three, but I, it's certainly no more than three. I think it's only two. Um, so he's going to get a lot of game time there uh, because the ruck stocks aren't experienced. Yeah, but the thing is too, if you're training against the All-Australian Ruckman every single fucking day for a couple of years, you've got to be building up some skill. You hope so. Yeah. You've um, got to have picked up something. Yeah. And also the, the bits I have seen, I'm even playing in um, Werribee, he managed to, from memory, get damn close to the Werribee, uh, of the um, VFL medal. Yep. Uh, um, yeah. I think he finished second. Crichton medal? Crichton yeah. Medal, something like that, yeah. yeah I think it's yeah. yeah. So, even if he wasn't on an AFL list, he probably no. would have been put on there. Crichton? Uh, 2016 anyway. Okay. I just read Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I, I he's one of those players that... Um, Listed medal. There you go. Lister. Know. More Red Dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> you know those players who leave your club and you wish them all the best, genuinely? Yeah. He's one of those. Unlike, uh, say, Josh Gibson, who's a cunt. Jesse Hogan, you say? <laughs> you say do you want to, do you want to throw David Hale in there too? Cause, no, yeah. I, don't, I don't hate David Hale. He, he, he kind of left, quit, whatever. I don't hate him either. sending manthrax for the last four years. <laughs> um, well, the other thing Sydney is Ball. that um, Gold Coast do have a genuine ruck coach in Matty Primus. Um, mm, yeah. I mean, he might not have been the best head coach, but his rucking skills, you can't argue against. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so there is um, hopefully some support up there. Um, for when Daniel Curry uh, gets going. Uh, Matthew Rosa as well, who I was very surprised uh, requested to leave West Coast. Yeah. He must really want the Eastern Coast beaches or something. Yeah, fuck knows. Because I don't know why you'd leave basically second for second bottom. Heard they had better Coke? (laughs) I don't know. Than the West Coast? Probably not. (laughs) Unless, I'm going to say, unless the supply is dried up over there. Yeah, I don't know. Well, Cuz did move back. Yeah, yeah did so did Benel. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and well, there you go, fucking gone. And Jared Grant from the Bulldogs, who's always been on the cusp um, of best twenty-two. Yeah. So look, that's a value bet to me. Yeah, but they've had a lot of value bets, yeah. and they've lost. They've got to win one of them, right? Well, you'd hope so. One yeah. day. Um, much like GWS, though, the main problem with Gold Coast has been the outs. Yeah. Um, and their outs are much, much better than their ins. Um, look, the, the top line is Harley Bennell, Charlie Dixon, Zach Smith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Dixon and Smith. Um, when they came into the competition, they were their twin towers that were going to take them, uh, build a team around. Yep. You know, that was their uh, rough Ed and Franklin. And now they're both gone. Yeah, well, everyone knew Dixon was going to go from yeah. pretty early on. Well, I, I think they pushed him. Yeah. Well, yeah. And Andrew Reigns, what a disappointment to see him out. I think it is. Like he had a lot to give. Yeah, um, he did. But an honest player. Yeah, but not the. He doesn't demand the respect of a backline like he probably should. Yeah, he could be a good run with player though. Yeah, I, I that's don't know. True. He, he should be better. I'm actually sad to see Timmy Timmy Sumner uh, get delisted solely because it's a fun name to say. He, he should Sumner. have a career Sumner. as a rock star or something. It sounds like you know Sumner. Timmy Sumner and the Beach Boys. I don't know. He should have stayed in Gold Coast if he wants that career. Cause... Well, maybe he will. Uh, yeah, true, actually. Yeah, maybe he'll settle down in the 
Maybe he's just cracked the shits because Stereophonic got cancelled. <laughs> yeah. It's like all these steroids for nothing. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't even bought a t-shirt in three months. <laughs> Did I get the name wrong? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stereosonic. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's it. Never mind. Call it Juice Fest. Stereos. Um, and, okay, and besides those, uh, another bunch of rookies who haven't played many games at all. Um, you know, I don't know, half a dozen extras. Um, which just says that the development isn't coming through. Yeah, um, uh, and it's good to see that the, you'll clear those out before giving them too much of a chance so you don't make them list cloggers. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Just fucking get them off. Say, look, son, education but it's look, important. They've said that they've had up. a culture issue and an attitude issue, yeah. and that's why um, they pushed Harley and Charlie. Harley and Charlie. Harley and Charlie. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> um, they go together. Pushed them out, and Zach Smith never came on as good as they hoped. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looked great in his first yeah. couple of years yep. as a mobile thinking ruckman. Yep. Um, just it never never got on. I don't know what happened there. Mm. I got no excuses for him. Yeah. With um with Keegan Brooksby being promoted, that's a fun name too. It sounds like a nickname for your perineum or something. Your peri- no. Gooch. Yes, yes. Gooch. Taint. Got kicked right in the Keegan Brooksby. You know, yeah, just... I'm, nah, go on Gooch. All right. Gooch is the winner. <laughs> Um, we can call him the Gooch. Yeah. All Ooh. right, King and right. Brooksy, the Gooch. <laughs> done. Job done. You've got a nickname, champ. <laughs> so if you're getting rid of all these uh, future list cloggers, um, you, you're going back to the draft. And something very interesting about their draft picks, uh, we'll just go through them. Uh, Calamachi, who oh, yeah. uh, yep. comes highly recommended, and obviously his brothers uh, had a good year out at uh, Port Adelaide. Yep. Um, Braden Fiora, Joshua Schofield, and I'm going to fuck this up, uh, Maquira Wills. I got no idea how, if I've mispronounced that or not. Um, if it's Irish, it's probably James. Like I'm, I'm not pretending we know who these draft players are. Um, besides Calamachi, because we, we know he's got a brother that plays. We know his family. Yeah, yeah. that's that's it. it. But the interesting thing is, out of those uh, four draft picks, uh, they've got two boys from WA, one boy from Victoria, and one boy from Tasmania. Now, if go home factor has always been one of your big problems, and you go out there and you get uh, four people that aren't from your home state, yeah. It's saying that you're backing. We can fix these things. Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, Mackenzie Willis, it is. There you go. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, it's it, you're not giving yourself much insurance. Yeah. Um, and we saw that uh, Sydney and GWS, especially, have really dipped into the local academies. Yeah. Um, uh, Gold Coast either don't have as much. Uh, well, I mean, they don't have the same. Uh, pool of players to draw from yeah do they have any allowances like Sydney used to have or yeah. GWS yeah, they same allowances yep. Yep. Um, was Joshua Schoenfield was he a new recruit this year or is he yes he's a new draftee from WA yeah got no fucking soul so I don't know how he's going to fit in yeah another ranger. that's over, what they need over him. there it could work out this is true uh, might be on Gabriel's bad side might be one of Lepich's illegitimates yeah, I wonder what he got for it herpes <laughs> I don't know if Lepich is helping him um, considering he's still coaching Brisbane well that's what I mean that's how he's helping <laughs> he's, him he's, he's trying to help him um, he's yeah not, not the worst story he's gone for his dad and then he's gone search for his dad and then gone nah fuck that I'm, I'll go across the road I don't give a shit um, let's have a look at their 2016 draw um, which in the last 24 hours has actually got a little bit easier um, as has their ladder potential spot in yep. predictions so their double up games against Frio GWS Melbourne Brisbane and Essendon well there's the Essendon game there they should looking at getting some uh, a, a couple of wins um, now that Essendon are playing a VFL side essentially um, but not even look 
Frio is going to be tough. Um, you don't expect them to do much yeah. there. Yeah. Um, but GWS, Melbourne, and uh, Brisbane, they should be like their double ups are, are very generous. Yeah. And, uh, and you'd expect that finishing 16th. And playing against yeah. tough teams, you would hope that they'll be able to put on a surprise show and knock one of them off at least once or twice during a season because for any club that's trying to develop like they are, you need to have those wins through a season to prove that you have that potential. Well, they get to host Frio. Yeah. Um, so that's something. They have got one of the top teams um, on their home patch. So there's no, you know, oh, it's, a, it's bloody horrible playing over in Subi. You know, yeah. that bullshit doesn't fly. Yeah. Um, so you haven't got excuses. Uh, one no, thing, Not for Frio either. No, exactly. Um, Frio won by a kick this year at Metricon Stadium. So for yeah. them, they have to do something better there. But for Gold Coast, their key will be nobody expects them to win in over at Subi. Yeah. The margin difference between the two games, even if they don't beat Frio at home, you'd want to say um, to show that they've improved as a club that even if they lose by 10 goals over there, yeah. it's not 20. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Um, and you'll actually see more of an effort in the last half. Yeah, and run out games. At least that. Uh, I've pegged one of their key matchups to be against Carlton in round three, mainly because it's night game on Channel 7 on free-to-air against a really shit team in Carlton, and no one's expecting this to be a good game. So if they can't put on a good following, a good display yep. for a free-to-air match yep. against Carlton, then they are going to cop it. Yep. Look, pre-Asada um, Wada verdict, I think nearly all of us picked Carlton to finish 18th. Yep. I think the highest we had them was 17th. Yeah. Yep. And that's as high as they're going to get. Yeah. So, at home, Saturday night, on free-to-air, put on a, a show. Yeah. And just quietly, since you mentioned that, if you're not excited about uh, Essendon and Carlton battle for Wooden Spoon, then you're an <laughs> Essendon or Carlton supporter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've also got one of their key matchups is uh, th- those double-ups and those home games. Um, one thing that they've got this year is out of their um, 11 home games, they are all Saturday games. So yep. they can build some consistency um, around their offering to their members and yeah. to you know the people that aren't members yet. Yeah, and say it's you know every second Saturday we've got a Gold Coast game on. Yeah, you know you can build that so they can make it in part of their routine. And surely you try and double it up with um, the NRL there with the Broncos. Broncos, uh, Gold Coast Titans. Gold Coast Titans. I don't that's know if they're uh, yeah. still around. To be honest, yeah. I, I just said that and I've gone. Isn't there a Cowboys team up there? Cowboys, North, maybe. That's North Queensland. North Queensland. That's yep. Queensland. That's yeah. Townsville. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Long way. But you, do you think they try and double it up like Storm did with Carlton or, yeah, with Collingwood, sorry? Um, well, I think that's part of the attitude difference between um, Melbournians and, or, or Victorians and Queenslanders. Is right. Victorians are sport. They don't care. Yeah. Like, it is nothing for Melbourne Storm to cross-promote with Collingwood. Yeah. Um, or even the Rebels. Yeah, the Rebels. And all of them. And A-League, yeah. Um, they don't care because yep. they know that they're pulling from the same... Uh, pool of potential customers. Yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, you'll or, see Joffrey not the AFL, AFL then the soccer. Yeah. yeah. You, they'll choose A and B. Melbourne yeah, sports. exactly. Yeah. They'll go to both. Yeah. Um, whereas there is still that us versus them in the rugby league um, states yeah. over there. Can we still uh, be bitter about Carmichael Hunt and... Uh, perhaps. Yeah. But I mean, that's something there, the the Brisbane versus Gold Coast, hopefully they can, you know, yeah. build that um, rivalry because I mean, yeah. as far as I know, the Titans are shit. Yeah. Um, whereas Brisbane is the dominating power and you know, all the money and all that kind of shit. Queenslanders yeah. are a bit different. But you, you have to think that also it could the reverse could be true as well, where if they start marketing with Gold Coast, then us in Melbourne or in Western Australia start being more aware of what's going on yep. with uh, NRL there as well. Could, could be. be. A, a double-edged sword, but... 
I don't know. I'm guessing neither was that smart because they're all shit. So. Well, it'd be funny if they recruited Campbell Brown or something. And he, he's like, yeah, I'm a champion AFL player and everything. A few years back, but have a crack. Yeah. He'd, he'd have a crack at someone. Well, well, he did. He had a crack yeah. at his teammate. Well, I mean, like, in, in the NRL. Oh, in the NRL. So I'm with you now, yeah. You know, if he's uh, fronting up for the Gold Coast Titans or whatever and he's having a crack at the front row, or he, he might regret he might it for a that. moment. Yeah. Um, it, uh, the, the only good thing I think was there's probably a few front rowers that wouldn't notice if you had a crack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, he, he probably Jedi mind tricked them. I didn't hit you. Oh, he didn't hit me. Didn't hit me. Yeah, <laughs> guess so. Um, who are we looking, who's going to have a big year? For, for Gold Coast has to be Ablett number one obviously well he has to play well yeah, yeah. Um, and then you could throw in uh, Swallow he's been like his brother he, he's got skills when he's got space and but he's just not he's not able to move to that next level where he's able to make stuff happen that's it he, he's exactly like his brother he's just not yes. quite elite and they need more elite I mean because they've got Ablett obviously mm. and it's sort of you almost put him uh, above Everyone else, it's like I remember back in the nineties. Um, there was like I think it was Slam magazine or something. Um, we we're talking basketball in the NBA. Yep. Gave out an award every year for best player not named Michael Jordan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That was literally one of their awards. So yeah, all, almost GWS have you know best player who isn't named Gary Ablett. Yeah, um, they're looking for that next superstar. Um, they thought they had a couple and they're gone now. So well, I think Omira and um, Prestia. I'd look at those two. I think they've got lots of p- potential, and I'm really impressed with both of them. I'd be looking at those to try and be um, almost uh, Mitchell and fucking Hodge. Hodge. Tandem. Team, yeah, yeah. Um, now, there, there are big whispers that um, Jaeger O'Meara, his injuries are worse than um, have been right. officially reported yep. in, in that we don't know if he is coming back. Yeah. Oh, Jesus, well, if, that bad. If that was the case, Fuck. they should have tried to trade him. They could have done a, a Gumbleton. Yeah, but then they get a physical and then everyone's on to say, it. Yeah, yeah, some, Melbourne tried it with Trent Grove. Yeah. Some, some teams have fallen for that yeah. shit, though. Some teams have. Yeah, that was Gold Coast. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, the good thing is I think you're going to have big years out of uh, May, Lynch, and Day again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, uh, the bad news is like they're the ones you had good years out of this year. Yeah. You, you need more. Yeah. And yeah. I, we, we can't guarantee it's going to happen. But Well, and for me also, you need a good year out of Curry. I mean, I pumped him up earlier on, but if he can, if Ablett can play the way he does with ordinary ruck, having even a competent ruck, how many, he'll get 70 possessions. <laughs> Ablett, I mean, yeah, it I'll doesn't be, matter who's the thing there. Is, he might not have to get his own possessions. He might yeah. just be able to get a handball for once. But I mean, but you could be right, but you're still putting your faith in a player that's played two games yeah. uh, in the ruck. But he's in that age bracket, and we all know that ruckmen mm. take longer. Yep. So he's gone through the awkward years. That's it. He doesn't need to be top five. He doesn't even need to be top ten ruckman in the league. As long as he's in the top half. Well, I mean, look at Hawthorne. They've never had a top five ruckman. They've yeah. had average at best. Yeah. But mm. uh, they are smart ruckman. Yeah. And they know what their role is. If you can turn him into that, you go, hey, that's a start. Yep. And maybe in a couple of years' time, he becomes that top five ruckman. Yeah. And a good mm. ruckman has to survive like the 20 to 25 age bracket. Because yep. once they get mm. after that, their body... Or their mentality grows to the point that matches their physicality. Yes, that makes sense. Messed that one up, but um, <laughs> Adam Saad playing a full season. I'd yep. like to see him really 
continue where he left off. I thought he did very well, so continue that. Um, I think you'll find people will pop up around him who will be contributors. Yeah, and yeah. the handy thing too, they've only got two MCG games, so he's a good chance to actually make it through the barrier by the time they bounce. <laughs> Not getting randomly selected. <laughs> oh, he's getting randomly selected every fucking match. Um, he surprised a few people this year, I think. Yeah. Um, now that's his expectation. So yeah. how he rebounds from that um, will be interesting. Um, I have full um, confidence that he'll turn out to be as good as we hope. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's on the chopping block? Malcheski. Malcheski, 100%. And look, 12 months ago, we were thinking, that's a great pickup. He could be the Heath Short uh, for them and well, marshal the back line. And he was all Australian level. Well, let's go back there. Um, 12 months ago, he's just played in a grand final for mm. Sydney. Yeah. He's got his fourth, fifth all Australian selection, whatever yep. it is. Um, so Malcheski goes to GWS. Heath Shaw goes. To, sorry, Malcheski goes to Gold Coast. Heath Shaw goes to GWS. Yeah, and I, I'm going to say on three times the money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who at that time you go? Geez, Gold Coast to put a fast one here. Yeah. GWS, why are you picking up the trash? Oh, yep. I, I, I call it as a brilliant move, and I, I am flabbergasted at how it's turned out. Yep. How can a player of his ability? And we know he's got ability. Yep. Yeah. Have such a shite season, especially when it's down the back all the fucking time. Like I think that, uh, as weird as it sounds, Malczewski was lucky he had some injuries because yeah. it it wasn't just um, you, you can't blame the people around him. Um, so I no, think, he's recruited to deal with that. Yeah, he's recruited to be the linchpin. Yeah. But even ball in hand, he made so many mistakes. Yeah, it was. It, I, I honestly don't know. Maybe the change in. Uh, boot sponsor has fucked him up but you'd, you'd be looking for excuses who'd you offend have you pissed off yeah. someone who's yeah. put a curse on you do you have a long lost sibling that wants you to I don't know but... it's almost like Alistair Overeem's first fight after he got off the roids yeah. <laughs> where you look at him going holy shit something's not right here you're the same person but you are not the same person uh, average Reem yeah. uh, yeah. yeah. it, it wasn't that he played bad he was a liability yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. a highly paid liability yeah um, How long's his contract? He's got another two. I think. I he? think he's got another two. Yeah, I think yeah. they signed him for three years. I, I could be wrong. It could be two years, but uh, anyway. Well, look, Twelve months back, if you had to put to the Gold Coast uh, coaching staff or list management or crew, or whatever, we're going to sign up an all Australian backman for three years. They'd probably say, "Oh, can we get him four? No, all right, except three. All right, we'll take that." Yeah, I mean, he, he was over thirty when they got him, but yeah. you'd hope that the wise head. Would uh, Backman can have a little bit longer career because the uh, coolness under pressure is a major skill for them. Yeah, and the marshalling the back line, you know, he doesn't need to have uh, the pace of a midfielder or even a forward to get space as long as he can uh, handle the players around him and call people to position if yeah. necessary and act like an on-field coach. Yes, so um, exactly but, that. So you're saying the backline coach let him down? <laughs> no, I'm saying their <laughs> on-field coach let him down. Solly did nothing wrong. Um, it was, uh, yeah, amazing how he, uh, the way he played last year was holding um, younger players out of spots Yeah, um, when, he, when he was on the field. Um, the other one is we've already talked about was Jaeger Ramirez. Um, we know how good he can be, but he's on the chopping block because he's got to play. Yeah, We've got to figure out um, if he's got stress fractures or debilitating knees. And, but again, yeah. he's one of those... Leprosy. Those young players that could be a marquee player if he is fit. Yeah. Because yeah. in full flight, he is brilliant to watch. Uh, that's one thing that, I mean, I've learned. We played lots of sports when we were kids, like a lot of sports. We played everything. 
but you're so resilient when you're younger that you don't take care of injuries. Yeah. Because yes. I remember like, I've got a problem with my sciatic nerve coming down and I never even knew what the problem was. I didn't even heard of a sciatic nerve. And so after playing basketball or football, I, I could not lift up my leg. It felt like yeah. having the worst cramp in my thigh and never, ever once got it checked out. Yeah. Because next day, yeah, I'll be all right. Yeah, next day you're fine. Yeah. Mm. But you don't realise that that will come back and haunt you in five to ten yeah. years. And I think that's what happens with a lot of these gun players. Well, the worst thing is you'll have coaches there telling them that's what's going to happen. But they're yeah. 19 to 23 Suck years old. Up, princess. And they don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like, oh, you're telling me this is going to happen in five years? Yeah. That's fucking forever. I don't care. I'm earning a million <laughs> bucks a season. Pass the coke. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to have beers afterwards. I'll be fucking fantastic. <laughs> um, I'm also going to sh- uh, throw Mitch Hallahan um, under the bus a little bit. Um, yeah. He's a, yeah. uh, what do we call it? Um, Liston, Liston yeah. medal winner um, at Hawthorne. Uh, so best and fairest in the VFL. Oh, yeah. Left Hawthorne. And I've seen him. He played a couple of great games for the Hawks. Um, he left Hawthorne for more opportunities. Yeah. Um, so he went up to uh, Gold Coast minus Ab- a Gold Coast team without Ablett and still couldn't cement his spot. Yeah. So you got to ask, you know, what's going on there? Um, and if his second year now at Gold Coast, if you can't really cement his spot there, yeah, you got to look. What, what else are you doing, champ? Yeah. I mean, I'm expecting uh, Keegan the Gooch Brooksby to have a big season too. <laughs> uh, for no other reason than I want the Gooch to take off the Gooch. Yeah. Yeah. So, are you saying you'd want to get your hands on the Gooch yeah. as well? Well, I think the Gooch needs to get his, get his hands on it a fair bit more. Um, is he a wet weather player? Um, he can stink sometimes. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. But if he doesn't perform this season, I think he's stuck between a rock and a hard place. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, he'll take a hit. Well, he is neither here nor there, really. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when you're coming from behind, you're occasionally going to cop one. And he, he's just in that position. Sometimes you're in the firing line, like well, right in the middle of the firing line. You've got to ask yourself, does he have the balls? Um, and we'll, we'll find that out. We'll have a good look. You'll have, have, have to back up you might have what to, he's, he's promised. Yeah. More Aston class. He'll, he'll fill in as he goes. <laughs> we've got 20 more minutes of this. Yeah. No, we don't. Um, so, so where have we got Gold Coast finishing in 2016? Oh, 11th. Uh, I've got I, I think they'll finish the season. Yeah, look, they, they will beat the shit teams. Well, they play Essendon twice. Yeah. Uh, and Carlton, they'll handle nicely and more than likely Melbourne too. Um, and Port with that Paddy Ryder, they could give a fair shake. I've got them finishing 15th. Um, probably going to change because Essendon I've had finishing 14th. So, so the, now on the, aggregate, they'd probably bump them up to 14. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it might bump them up three spots with a percentage. True. Well, they don't mind a fair bump. <laughs> um, look, I, I said 16 as well, but I'm going to upgrade that to 15 now because yep. of Essendon, yeah. um, which is an improvement. But, I mean, the, the the problem is that their outs are much, much better than their ins by a long margin. Yeah. Um, yep. And they've still got some legacy contracts now that they're going to have to see out, see yeah. to the end. Do you reckon that cutting Benel was the right decision or... Was it kind of just having a scapegoat? I think the hand was forced. Yeah. I don't think they had a decision. I think they didn't have a reasonable sort of system for rehabilitation. Not necessarily rehabilitation for his individual problems, but for the culture that was... Well, um, he didn't help himself. Let's be honest. Certainly not. But he's a little kid. We've got to remember that. He's, what, 20 fucking fuck all? Yeah, so, yeah. But, but still. Without that sort of recourse in place to fix that problem... It's hard for them to think how they can keep him, whereas someone like Frio, a new environment, you'll bring that person on, you you know what you're getting, and you know that he's not going to be an influence on the rest of the players as much as the rest of the players are going to be influenced on him, if that makes sense. Well, yeah. I know what you said. Like, we've talked about the uh, the club men before, and the guy who won't let you fuck up their club. Mm. Ablett isn't that bloke. Um, 
he is a spectacular player, but he's not the player that grabs a guy in the change room and says, don't you fuck around. Yeah. Um, Mark Williams has got the gig at Richmond, and you'd say overall he's been pretty successful, except for a couple of chopstick One of the best going around. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Considering some of the loose cannons he has to deal with, he's fucking done brilliantly. Yeah. But um, for whatever reason, Gold Coast just don't have that in an on-field player, or as um, someone who's just tasked with keeping everyone in line. Yeah, that's a fair point. In Harley Bennell's defence, uh, well, so obviously the issue that came to the papers was from 12 months earlier. Mm. After he... I thought Gold Coast dealt with it well, and they just said, Guy, we're just going to... We don't want you to face the media. You, you, like, mm. um, you know, you, you've made the mistakes. When he did get back onto the field, he played well. Yes. Yep. Um, so there is that side of it. But end of the day, I mean, did they make the right decision or not? I'm not sure they... Ha- they had another decision they could make. Yeah. Um, and I think losing Dixon hurts more. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it's hard to say. The, the thing is, I think Harley Bennell is going to be um, a bigger piece of Frio than he would have been of Gold Coast. Yeah. yeah. I can see, too, with a, a new club that's establishing the culture, if you tolerate that, that's the standard you've set for the yeah. next few years. Yeah, especially a team that's already been tagged as the party club. Yeah. yeah. Um, they, you have to uh, knock that right on the head. As soon as you can. When it comes to talent, um, Benell and Dixon are in the top six at the club. So what they're saying is, um, we don't care. Yeah. If you're not um, doing what we want off the field, if you're not carrying um, that culture through, um, look, we've got rid of Benell and Dixon. Like It, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, we, wanna, we want this um, foundation to build a club from. Yeah. There's only uh, one bloke there with fuck you money. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and look, they're looking at their, their rebuild already. So they've taken it on board and said, all right, well, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, started you know, with the coach, didn't they? Started with the coach. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, look, I, I said 16th, bump it up to uh, 15th now. Um, you know, that, the good thing is that they are, the, the teams like um, Carlton, who they should beat, they don't play yeah. away. They only play at home against Carlton. And look, I think that they've got the potential to be a really, really exciting team, and they've shown that in at times. So I really do hope that they do uh, live do up their more. potential. Yeah, and that's an absolute point worth uh, reinforcing too. Is that we, we're tipping Gold Coast to have an ordinary season, but you're going to see some spectacular highlights. Hope, yeah, you yeah. turn up to a match or even watch it on telly, you are going to see some beautiful passages to play. Yeah, won't be enough to have a stellar season, but you know, Ablett's going to be able to get plenty of the ball. Yeah. You're going to have really brilliant replayable sections of the game. Look, nobody's expecting them to finish high. Um, if, if they do, um, then that's great. I mean, yep. I mean, they had four wins last year and I think they can beat that. Maybe that's mm. enough enough of a uh, team win for 2016. Mm. Yeah. All right, that'll do us. Yeah, peace. Good luck. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.